come to the third and final, you'll be pleased to know, part of my talk this morning, uh, which just finishes off, or at least the bit that I'm going to read. You can read a bit more if you want to. Um, the passage in Luke, which says this. Now, that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognising him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still. Their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem and do not know the things that happened here in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed. Before God and all the people, the chief priests and the rulers of the earth handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was going to be the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it was just as the woman had said. But him, they did not see. He said to them, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he was going to go further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he broke bread, gave thanks. He took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those who were with them assembled together and saying, it is true, the Lord has risen and appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognised by them when he broke bread. I've got a last symbol for you. Well, at least it's more of a question this time. Oh, oh yeah, that was the one we were going to sing if I was a bit slow. I remember. Okay, what is the symbol for celebrate or celebration? Anybody know? Yes. A star. A star? Yeah, could be. Could be, could be. Anyone else? Celebration? What, what do you do when you have a celebration? Oh, somebody said a wine bowl. Have a great guess for wine. Nice glass or something. Yeah, I think it's fine, yes. Could be a cake, yes. A party. Do you know what I thought? If it's a really big celebration, if it's a really big one, you've got to have fireworks, haven't you? So I thought this, maybe, was the symbol. That, that's my idea of a celebration. I don't know if anyone saw that video. It was a few years ago. It was a firework display that went wrong. It was supposed to last about an hour, and it lasted about a minute. Because it all just went up at once. And I thought, what a great... Could you imagine being there, the excitement? As all these fireworks are going off. I like a good fireworks display, but that would be phenomenal. But then I thought, well, that doesn't really symbolise. 
That doesn't really symbolise a celebration. As you probably already saw, because of technology, let me down a little bit. The cross. The cross is a symbol for celebration. Once upon a time, we talked about this a few weeks ago, once upon a time, the cross was an instrument of torture. It was the worst way to die. Today, the cross is empty. We don't have Jesus hanging on our cross because the cross is empty because Jesus is alive. And those guys that were walking along the road with Jesus, when they recognised that Jesus was alive, they walked. They had this conversation all day long. And then, once they recognised Jesus, they wanted to celebrate. They ran all the way back from whence they came. Today we celebrate because Jesus is alive. Today's Easter Sunday. And I think that if we're going to celebrate, you need a few things to help you. Am I right? So someone, I think someone might have said it. Uh, celebratory thing. Well, I haven't got fireworks. I've got party poppers. Okay. Can, I need someone to help me. I need someone to help me just pass out all these parts. Make sure everyone gets a party popper. You take that. Right, make sure everyone gets a party popper, okay? That's great. Everyone needs a party popper because we're celebrating. Because Jesus is alive. Um, uh, the other thing we might need is um, you might need, might need exciting things to make loads of noise with. I think that's important. Uh, if, if, so you need, you need like whizzy things like this. that go... Can you hand those up, please? Make sure you know, you've got to keep the juice together as well. Uh, there we go. Oh, we've got boosters. Destiny to go some of those up. Pass them around. I'll just need to know what they are. Let's give them a little bit. And then I'll go to the packet. Because Jesus is alive, because I want to celebrate that Jesus is alive, we're going to stand, we're going to sing together, and we are going to celebrate that Jesus is alive.